entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got a long way to go. Yes, we all got a long way to go. Welcome to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf show for entrepreneurs, business owners, and business leaders. I'm Marty Wolf, your host for the Business Builder Show, and along with my executive producer, D.C. Taylor, we will be your guides on this learning journey. Let me tell you my super objective in being with you today. I want to enthusiastically share stories and information to inspire leaders so they can inspire others. I'm proud to let you know we record the Business Builder Show in the studios of 94.3 FM The Talker, which is part of Bold Gold Media in Scranton, Pennsylvania. The Business Builder Show is distributed by C-Suite Radio. You can find our show and many other fine shows at c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. So, D.C., do we have our guest on the line? Yes. And that guest is Mike Steib. I'm saying that right, aren't I, Mike? You sure are, Marty. Thank you. We, well, we've launched with the right name. So uh, let's start with a brief introduction, um, and it goes like this. Mike Steib is the CEO of XO Group, a publicly traded media and technology company that helps Americans plan the most important events of their lives through apps like The Knot and The Bump. Mike has also been an executive at world-leading companies, including Google and NBC Universal slash General Electric. Mike has also launched multiple startups and sits on the board of Fortune 500 digital financial services company Ally Financial. And he has also written a great book that's going to be the focus of our discussion called... The Career Manifesto, Discover Your Calling and Create an Extraordinary Life. Mike, before we get to the book, tell me more about XL Group and tell me how you got there. Kind of give me that uh, story, if you will. So, Marty, I've been here for a little over four years. I was brought in as our by our founder, as the president, as part of a planned succession to CEO. Ah, okay. And XO Group is a company that's been around for 20 years, has these beloved brands, and grew up primarily as a content company, a company sharing information on how to plan your wedding and later in our the development of our company how to successfully become a parent and parent your children we saw this huge opportunity here at xo to apply the combination of software and our content expertise Mm. to build apps to help you through every step of your planning journey and to connect you to the businesses primarily the uh, local small businesses wedding professionals that you need to pull off your big day. Hmm. If you were getting married today, you would be spending almost $35,000. You'd be planning the event for 13 months and coordinating the comings and goings of over 130 friends and family. It is stressful. It (laughs) is expensive. It creates tons of anxiety for people. And it takes what should be one of the most fun years of their lives. And it makes it, it makes it a little painful. What we do here is we take that away. We've, Replace all that anxiety with joy. We give you an app that takes you through every step of the wedding planning process, gives you bespoke recommendations and advice on what to do next. 
we connect you to the venue that's right for you. We connect you to the photographer that is gonna be the best photographer for your day and so on and so forth. So it's been a lot of fun. We're growing the business. Uh, it's profitable, cash in the balance sheet. It's going great and it's because the team continues to build such great products for our users. Wow, <laughs> fantastic. Um, I, I love the uh, the thing you said at the end, we're, we're having fun and we're, and we're making money. Um, that's a good thing. And by the way, it sounds like a kind of a fundamental entrepreneurial story. You found a need and uh, you uncovered a need and you're, you're, you're kind of working to help folks uh, take care of that need. Okay, let's shift into your book. And again, uh, my guest is Mike Steib, S-T-E-I-B. His book is The Career Manifesto. Discover your calling and create an extraordinary life. Let me start this out, Mike, by oh, I want to read a paragraph in the book, and then I'll start firing questions, okay? Are you ready? Sounds great. Out of the introduction of the book, it says, In picking up this book, you haven't simply opened another superficial career guide. You've accepted a call to action, a manifesto, a field-tested personal roadmap to becoming the person you want to be and living the life you are meant to live. And you asked the question, are you game? Awesome. Let's get started. So that's out of the introduction of the book. So let's get started. So give me the overview of the book. Tell me why you wrote it. What was the inspiration? Go. Talk to me. I love hearing, I love hearing you read it, Marty. I wish you had done the audio book. Uh, well, the next one you do, sign me up. I'm there. <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> Listen, I'm, uh, I, I'm, I'm very lucky. I, I, I did not have, you know, I didn't have any experience in what I do today um, in business at all uh, until I graduated from college. And I, I didn't have a roadmap. I didn't sort of know what I was supposed to do next. I think I was generally just trying to turn in my assignments on time. Yeah. And then there was a point early in my career where I came to the realization that I wasn't necessarily executing a career path in line with what was important to me. Yeah. I had, wasn't finding purpose in my work and I wasn't being as effective as I could. Um, and I started to study people who've had a lot of success in their careers and then people who had the kinds of roles I hope to have someday. I did a lot of self-reflection on what was going to be important to me and what kind of impact I wanted to have on the world. Mm -hmm. uh, and at one point early in my career, I um, started applying that in mentoring and in one-on-ones with people who worked for me. Mm -hmm. And it started to come together into, you know, loosely speaking, a, you know, a, a guide to career planning that I shared with folks who worked for me um, back when I worked at Google. Mm -hmm. It went viral, and I think, you know, we got something like eight or 10,000 hits on the Google Doc that ultimately got posted. And I started hearing from people literally all over the world Amazing. who I didn't know personally, but who'd been shared this guide, you know, had this guide shared with them and said it really helped them in their career planning and their career journey. Um, I turned that into a, sort of a, a lunch and learn lecture series I do here at my own company and have complemented it over the, over the years with every objection I get from folks on why they can't execute the career of their, of their dreams, whether it's they don't have enough time, they don't have enough energy, they have a hard time working with others, they're yeah. not getting along with their manager, yeah. they can't seem to get things done in their meetings, email sucks up their whole life. Yeah. They've got a lot of stress. It's too much, et cetera, et cetera. Every one of those obstacles became a chapter of this book. And what, yeah. I, what I do is I walk the reader through from the beginning how to find your purpose and develop the plan for your career through all of the ways to be more focused and effective 
and productive. And then finally, um, sort of enjoying the journey and finding peace of mind and, um, yeah. and, and enjoyment, if you would, in the, in the execution of a career that you feel good about. The book is uh, very, very well written. Um, I'm sure people have told you that. But uh, in addition to that, the stories and um, being well written. But the, there is a roadmap there. There is a guide. There are different tools, and, and use that phrase, tools that you use. But I'm going to back up another second here. Well, tell me about your education, because you went to some place that's kind of on my radar that I like talking about, University of Pennsylvania. Is that correct? I did. Yeah. So did you like it there? <laughs> I did. I, uh, I met my wife there. Oh, so you really you liked it there. You couldn't ask for any more than that. <laughs> the education and a marriage. What's not to like? You know, that's that's great. Now, we have uh, several connections to the University of Pennsylvania. Uh, Annie McKee, uh, Professor Mike Usim, and uh, been interviewed here on this show. So it's, uh, it's nice to uh, always give a shout out to those folks. Okay, so let's, uh, let's address this. If people want to learn more about you or this book, where should they go? Should they go? Is there a website uh, you want to follow? People to follow you on Twitter. What do you? What would you like people to do? Uh, people can follow me on Twitter at uh, m stibe m s t e i b. Uh, I've also put an excerpt from the book, uh, some of the reviews and advanced praise on a website at mikestibe.com. Yeah, uh, those are two ways to find it. And if uh, if you're really interested in the book, it's for sale on Amazon or your local bookstore, Barnes and Noble. Check it out. Well, of course they're going to be interested in the book. What do you think? We're doing this for practice? <laughs> huh? So, Marty, we were, the, uh, we were the number one new release in the category. Uh, it's, we've been out for three weeks now. Sweet. Um, and I'm told one of the top 20 uh, business book bestsellers. So people, people like it. It's really something. Oh, it's, 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 it's great. Well, we don't have losers on the Business Builder Show, Mike, for God's sakes. You know, you're here for, <laughs> you're here for a reason. You know, so. Well, you're not surprised maybe, but I, I, I was surprised. <laughs> no, it's great. Okay. So this guidebook, uh, you know, whatever we want to call it, tools, I want to get somewhat specific in some of these things. So you already mentioned a couple words, and in terms of hitting some key points, um, for instance, purpose, and you talk about something called the impact map and the happiness matrix. Are you comfortable talking about those two? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, and for folks who want to check them out, there are some illustrations of those on, on mikestive.com as well. Good. If you um, think of uh, a blank sheet of paper, this is an exercise that I started doing when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And you just put a dot in the middle of the paper and call that you. You can, you can start to draw, what I suggest in the book, is you just start to draw lines from yourself to all the things that you impact in your life and get a sense for how am how important are you to the world, to the mm -hmm. world that you care about at this moment? Mm -hmm. Impact are you having through your work? How much mm -hmm. impact are you having on friends? And if, you know, the time I did this, I mean, you might be at a place in your career where you're a sales analyst. You know, you're doing, you're doing reports for the sales manager to help support the sales team. How much impact is that having? And how do you, mm -hmm. how do you feel about it? The next version of that exercise is you do the same exercise, but you do it for yourself becoming much more senior, right? Mm -hmm. Because any of us, wherever we are in our careers, you know, if you're, 25 or 30 or 35, you're thinking there's more that I can do if I stay on this path. So you do the same exercise, you do it again. And imagine that you're five levels more senior. If today you're the sales analyst on the team, imagine you're the chief operating officer or the president of sales. Yeah. Then how much impact are you having on the world and how do you feel about that impact? Yeah. If that looks really good to you, first of all, if the first one looks really good to you, congratulations, you probably 
probably can skip ahead to chapter seven and, and wrap this up. <laughs> okay. If the second yeah. one looks really good to you, then you probably found a job that you feel really good about. And now the key is how do you get more senior, more experience and more impact? Yeah. A lot of folks do the first two exercises, Marty, and they don't feel great about either. Yeah. And so the third exercise that we do is the same impact map, but using your imagination, imagine yourself in any job. Now, when I did this, I was lost. I read a book on how to start a hedge fund. I called NASA to ask what you had to do to be an astronaut. I was all over the map, Marty. I did not know. I swear to God, I did not know what I wanted to do. Yeah, that's cool. And that huh? impact map, running a hedge fund, it did not look like what was interesting to me. And, uh, you know, the astronaut one was actually kind of, kind of cool, but I'll, I'll come back to that. Okay. But I found that as I did that exercise, the career for me was a different career than the path I was on. It was one where I would be leading teams, building products, serving people with technology. Honestly, if you went back and read it, it looks a lot like the job I have today. Yeah. So that's the exercise of the impact map. It doesn't tell you how you're going to get that job. It tells you, yeah. it, it helps you dream big about the kind of job that aligns with what's important to you. Mike, let me jump in. Um, so it talks about careers, um, but let's address this. There's a lot of entrepreneurs who listen to this show. Would the same book and the same thought process applies to someone who might have entrepreneurship in their head and their heart? Oh, I think it would. I, I, I read a, I somehow got pulled into a thread on Twitter. Someone had posted, you know, we've, I've put together, I was looking for advice. Someone posted, you know, I've got a, I've put together a team and we've lined up money and we want to start a business. We just need to come up with an idea and we're having a hard time finding ideas. Mm. And to me, that is, that's as backwards as mm. going through a 40 year career without ever asking why you're doing it. Mm. No one should start a company because they think they should start a company. You should start a company because there is a problem out there that needs to be solved and you yeah. think you are the person to do it. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's yeah. the advice that's given to people who think about writing a book. Imagine the book that you really want to read that doesn't exist and go write that book. Yeah. So I think the same the same advice applies to an entrepreneur. Yeah, if you agree. if you want to be an entrepreneur, find the impact that you want to have yeah. because the job of being an entrepreneur is really hard. It is really hard and you're going to need all the you're going to need all the energy and endurance you could possibly muster and yeah. you're going to need purpose behind it if you're going to get there. You can say that again, brother. Um, so so I'm almost afraid to even say these words because there's a lot of different talked about uh, this whole idea of happiness, but I like your approach. So you have uh, what you call the happiness matrix. So tell me about that. Um, there are things that you really like doing at work, Yeah. but it is, and there are things you don't like doing at work yeah. and there are things that you need in this world. And we're not always precise with our, and we're not always uh, clear and precise and yeah. honest with ourselves with what those are. Yeah. So one example is some people, um, you know, are into their career, but they're not quite sure what they want to do. And they're not quite sure what job is for them. Yeah. So here's one suggestion I give them. I'm like, look at the person at the, t at the top of every division in your company, right? Look at who the people who report to the CEO, right? There's a CFO, a general counsel, a head of sales, a head of marketing, et cetera, et cetera. Imagine that job. Would that be fun for you? Like, does that make your toes wiggle? Mm -hmm. Then imagine the person who's the second most junior person in that organization. Does that person have a job that could also be interesting to you? If you said yes to both, that could be your career path. And most people would say, oh, I'd love to be the CFO, but I just, I wouldn't want to be an accountant. All right. It's the wrong way to go. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I might love to be the president of sales. And I think it'd be really cool to be a, to be a sales guy too. Yeah. Then you might be on the right path. And we go through an exercise like that for all different facets of your career, 
almost like almost in the way that you would plan a trip on TripAdvisor. You just start narrowing down the choices. You start narrowing down the regions and the amenities and all the things that matter to you until you get to a subset of potential career paths uh, that resonate with what is interesting and fun to you. And then you've got to, you've got to cross check that with the things that you don't love doing. If you, you know, if, if it just makes you want to die to, 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 to travel 200 days a year or to be somebody who's always, you know, being asked to go pitch and ask for the business and try to close it. You know, I encourage people to try things that are hard for them, but ultimately if it's a thing you hate, don't do it. Yeah. Amen. And then finally there's yeah. the list of the things that you can't live without. And, yeah. you know, I think the, the most important one is people, I, I always, I always want people to be really precise with how much money they really truly need because your career will conspire against you at the moment when you're about to do the right thing in your career, someone will offer you the wrong thing and more money. And I just, I know so many people who make that mistake. So that's, that's the advice of the, of the, the happiness matrix. Stay here for more of the business builders show with Marty Wolf. My friends at nastpartners.com asks you who will take you there. The predictive index allows you to decode the complexities of your people and realize what drives workplace behaviors so you can ensure alignment, reach your team's true potential, and achieve your business objectives faster than ever. The predictive index uses proven science to help you manage across the hire-to-retire life cycle with scientifically validated workforce assessments that provide high-impact insights in minutes. That's the Predictive Index. Learn more at nastpartners.com. That's my friend Dave Nast at nastpartners.com. That's N-A-S-T, nastpartners.com. And I'm speaking with Mike Steib, and it is mikesteib.com. Right, Mike? I'm getting that right? That's right, buddy. And his book is The Career Manifesto, Discover Your Calling and and Create an Extraordinary Life. Another thing I like about the book is you refer to, uh, I think Dan Pink was in there, Robert Cialdini, Stephen Covey. First of all, I'm going to make a comment, which I rarely do. Robert Cialdini is a sales genius that people do not realize (laughs) enough. I'm glad to see you putting that in your book. So it's one of it's one of the number one books that I recommend. We even um, in a previous job we even had Dr. Cialdini come out and talk to the oh, team. He wow. is remarkable, unbelievable. So, um, so I wanted to give a shout out to Robert Cialdini. I loved it. I talked about it in the early stage. A lot of people don't get it in sales, but um, I'm jumping ahead. So let's let's come back to. Uh, I think this is in the planning part of the book, and you talk about the. Uh, the eulogy, and that's kind of a Covey thing. And so talk to me about that. And I think that's where you talk about like planning your career. Is that correct? There's a there's a section in the book where I suggest either thinking about the eulogy or or if, if, if you want to be less morbid about it, you know, imagine the book report that your granddaughter is going to write about you someday, or, you know, the, yeah. the biography your granddaughter will write about you someday, the most interesting person that she knows. And yeah. what do you want to be in there? Because we are, you know, the things that we tend to stress about day in and day out that I like, you know, did I nail that meeting? Did I get the promotion? You're not going to remember any of that. There's going to be this yeah. moment many years from now when you just get to look back on your career and you're going to get to ask yourself, did I, you know, did I pursue the path that was right for me? Did I treat people kindly? Did I have the impact on my, my community, my industry that I wanted to? And did I, you know, did I have the courage to go after the things that I thought I could do, but I wasn't sure? And, you know, that doing that exercise, a lot of people find is really clarifying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I would agree. Um, moving on to the next section. We only have 20 minutes or so, so i got to get the high points. Um, so under Part 3 of Productivity, and Chapter 5 says, The Confessions of a Productivity Psycho. Who is that productivity psycho? <laughs> I am. I am. So, <laughs> I, I can see that from reading the book, man. So tell me yeah. more about it. So, Marty, the, you know, there's you, you only have two, you know, whatever problems or opportunities you have in your work or your personal life, um, the only thing that can be deployed to solve them is money and time. Mm. And, and so they are both really scarce resources mm-hmm. and you have to and you have to treat them that way. Mm-hmm. So I just try to think about my time as this very precious resource that I have for yeah. driving the impact and the joy that I hope to have in my life. Yeah. And I, and I, I use this example with folks. You know, if you add up if you add up all the hours in the day that are spoken for. If you're ambitious, you're working 60 hours a week, you should be sleeping seven to eight hours a night, you should exercise every day, you should bathe, you put it all together, you've got um, on the average day across a seven day work week, a seven day week, 19 of your 24 hours are already spoken for. So you have five hours left that are discretionary. And I, I, whenever someone says to me, well, you know, I just don't have time. Oh, I'd love to work on my career plan or my career manifesto. I don't have time. Oh, I'd love to learn how to play guitar. I just don't have time. I always ask them to show me their iPhone and to go to settings in their iPhone and go to battery life. And under battery life, it shows you the number of hours you have spent this week with each of your apps. And I can find on every person I've ever spoken to on this topic, cell phone, the five hours a day that they're losing. Wow. They're spending the time on social media. They are spending the time surfing the web. They're spending the time watching videos on YouTube. And it, it's all 10 minutes here and there. But when you add it up, the average American spends over four hours a day watching television. The average American spends two and a half hours a day in social media and online video. There go your five hours. You're and if that Ma- is Mike what Lund? brings you joy, if you love that, go for it. But yeah. there are very few people who are going to want to write their, 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 their obit their eulogy and look back and say, you know, he, he, he garnered 450,000 Facebook life likes in, in 40 years. I mean, it's just not, it's not meaningful. It's wasteful. So that productivity hack has DC Taylor, my producer, like freaking out. He's looking at his phone. He's checking it out. He's probably going to ask for a counseling session. It's after pretty this. scary, really. <laughs> it's got him freaked out, you know? So DC, here's what I always suggest people. And it yes. feels dramatic, but I'm like, you know, there's this um, there's this habit hack that I always recommend, which is if there's something you want to stop doing, mm-hmm. just add a step, right? Okay. If you don't, if there's, you know, my kids eat like dinosaur chicken nuggets for almost every meal, so there's chicken nuggets all over my house. Uh-huh. If I like left to my own devices, it's all I would eat. So you just take the chicken nuggets, you put them in a Ziploc bag, and you turn it upside down, and you put it in another Ziploc bag. And then because it's like two steps to get to the nuggets, you're like, <laughs> get it. I'll just eat a carrot. Carrots are out. They're easy to get to. That's so great. I do the same thing with apps. Like I could waste, guys, I could, I mean, I could waste countless hours just yeah. playing chess on my phone. It, I just, it, it takes you away from all your problems. Go think about something else. So I uninstall it. And if I ever want to play chess on my phone, I just have to go to the app store, download it again, sign in again, and play. And by adding that step or two to the thing that is an impulse that I want to avoid, uh-huh. you just, you stop doing it. That's so great. if you're spending too much time on Instagram, uninstall Instagram. And when you feel this overwhelming urge, you feel like this is really the moment. I really want to spend the next 15 minutes on Instagram. Just install it. It only takes 60 seconds. But nine out of 10 times, you won't do it. 
You say, yeah. Okay. I'll read right. a book. I like it. I, I, I have some books, uh, you know, to people who listen to this show. I'm, I'm going to give one to you right away, DC. You can <laughs> read this you. book and Thank report you. back to Mike via MikeStibe.com. MikeStibe.com. So let's get to the final part of the book, and it's about people. And you talk about networking, and you talk to us about that. We're all in sales, and I guess that's where the Robert Cialdini came in, too. Talk to him about people and networking. Talk to me about that, man. Well, once you've identified what you want to achieve with your career and the plan to get there, um, the problem is if you just put your head down and do really good work for your whole career, uh, you know, when the, the big opportunity arises, the thing that could give you the chance to have more impact, chances are you're not going to find out about it because nobody knows who you are. It's really important if you want to have an impactful career to know lots of people and to be known by lots of people. And um, and the and the, the challenge is, for some of us, you know, I'm but more of an introvert than an extrovert. I really, really, really don't want to be places where people are exchanging business cards um, and glancing at each other's name tags to see if they're worth talking to. It's an unnatural behavior for a lot of us. It is. But if you don't do it, or if you do it wrong, then you don't end up developing this sort of professional and personal network that matters. So So I walk through... I empathize with the introvert and I walk through step by step everything from you do. how to be at a place where there's someone who you, you, know, who you don't know, yeah. how to make it comfortable for both of you to connect and get to know each other a little bit, how to build on that relationship. And then over time, if you like the person, like, and your network should, should just be people who you like. If you like the Amen. person, yeah. how to seek out an opportunity to be helpful to them. Yeah. And once you do that often enough, what you find is that, first of all, hopefully, the eulogy you wrote is one that involves you helping people. You get to help lots of people. You get to connect people to job opportunities and other people who they would like, insights and information that they wouldn't have had access to. You can just be this positive source to lots of people around you. Yeah. And then this other thing happens, this crazy thing, which is somebody, when you least expect it, you didn't even know was thinking of you, gives you a call and says, hey, there's this big opportunity. And and, and, and we thought, and we I thought of you. So if you sort of give and give and give, somehow it comes back to you over time. Yeah, I don't know where this saying came from. I think I heard it from Jim Collins at some point. But uh, when you're networking and and everything in your book is right on, but something that's always in my head is be interested instead of interesting. Instead of freaking out about how interesting and profound and witty you have to be, be interested in the other person. And that's what you say in your book, but that's kind of something that I live by. Again, I'm not sure I heard that the first time. Works for me, man. You you said it better than I I did. But, you know, what I find is the hardest part of be interested instead of interesting is we're all so afraid of what someone's going to think of us. So you'll meet someone and say, oh, you know, what do you do for a living? And they'll say, oh, I... You know, I, I'm in I'm in uh, debt capital markets. And you don't I don't know. Do you know what, what debt capital markets? What the hell is, is most, debt most capital markets? <laughs> so most of us say instead of yeah. oh, you know what? I don't know anything about debt capital markets. I'm going to find out everything I can. Most of us say, oh, that's really interesting. How long have you done that? Yeah. Cool. And yeah. then we sort of move on. We yeah, yeah. Sort of uh, let me get the hell away know. from this guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got it. Um, okay, so we need to start wrapping up here. So I am speaking with Mike Steib. His book is The Career Manifesto, Discover Your Calling and Create an Extraordinary Life. And he is also the CEO of XO Group, which is The Bump. And what's the other one? The Knot. The Bump and The Knot, which are apps. He's serving a wonderful purpose. He's got a wonderful team. Here's my last question. 
This can be a little intense, Mike. This whole productivity thing. Ah, I can get worn out. Now, you do talk about eating right and exercising, but how do we find joy in this journey? How do we do that? And can we do that? I, I believe we can. If you're working on something that you believe in and that is important to you, yeah, it is. there, there is joy. There is great joy in the work. There is, there is such happiness to be had in yeah. being engrossed in a task and in a journey that has important outputs to you. Yeah. And in addition, you know, what we all have to remind ourselves is it's also really stressful. It is really hard. You're yeah. trying so hard and then you're the heart, you know, if you're doing, I always tell my kids, they're learning how to ski. And if they tell me they didn't fall, I tell them then they're not trying hard enough. Yeah. Right. So if you're really trying at work, you're trying professionally, you're going to make a number of mistakes. You're going to have failures. And if you live with this constant fear that you're going to have one of those failures, then through the whole journey, you're just going to be living in fear. You're just going to be miserable. Yeah. So this combination of working on something that is purpose driven for you, plus having some basic techniques for managing your stress, the combination of those two allows you to do hard things and at the same time, enjoy every step of that, every step of that journey. I don't think we can go any place uh, from there. So I have been speaking with Mike Steib. You can learn more about him at MikeSteib.com. You can follow him on Twitter. And uh, Mike, it's been a real treat. Thank you so much. I'm going to say your book one more time, The Career Manifesto, Discover Your Calling and Create an Extraordinary Life. So Mike, thanks for being our, our guest on the Business Builder Show. Thank you, Marty. Thank you, DC. You guys have a great day. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for listening to the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Reminding you to find all our shows and many other great shows on C-Suite Radio. That's c-suiteradio.com. On behalf of myself, Marty Wolf, your host, and D.C. Taylor, my executive producer, thank you for listening to The Business Builders Show. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. As a loyal fan of this C-Suite Radio Show, we've got an unbelievable offer for you. Listeners to The Business Builders Show get 50% off a C-Suite Network membership. The C-Suite Network will help you become the most strategic person in the room. You'll have access to top-notch benefits and networking, all helping you get the most out of your position. Take advantage of this limited-time offer today. Learn more about the C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR. Again, that's 50% off a C-Suite Network membership at c-suitenetwork.com slash CSR.